Hi, I'm Justin. Also, I hate the way my voice sounds, so if you can like do whatever Photoshop does to voices, make me sound awesome. And this is my lovely friend. The beauty in the eyes of the beholder. And it's just about getting into the seat of being the beholder. Haley. I don't think you have to be particularly perceptive. I just think you have to look up. This podcast is mostly just her telling me stories. If you expose yourself to the possibility that this might be really awkward, there, there could be something just really cool on the other side of it. She thinks that her life and way of looking at things are... Oh, I thought I was kind of waiting on you. I thought you were getting your stuff ready. You're waiting on me? Pretty normal. You got to edit out all the misinformation about the Amish. Maybe you can relate. I would like a chance to re-sing the Amish paradise. <laughs> if you want lighthearted stories... All right, you want to talk about goats? And stream of consciousness... I just woke up and needed some friends, and so I bought them. Then you're gonna like the Sunny Side Up podcast. Sunny Side Up, Sunny Side Up, Sunny Side Up, Sunny Side Up. So, if you're at all like me, you may feel that you're living in a world that can be a bit overwhelming and confusing at times. I'm also a huge fan of podcasts, documentaries, docudramas, stories, and of just information in general. Between all of that, and the social media and news, sometimes our brains can feel like they're on overload. Haley and I hope that this podcast can be something of an antidote to all of that, like little jello shots of joy and distraction. None of it is too serious or really too informative. Mostly it's just two friends who have conversational chemistry talking about whatever enters the minds of relatively ADHD people. We hope you enjoy. I think that should be, by the way, subset title. I'm not just making this up <laughs> right under Sunset. That could be, be the subset to right, everything right. we do. I'm, I'm no, going to yeah. turn this slightly more toward you. There we go. There was an article, and it was about... I mean, it like through the illustration of how sweet is the cornbread, but it's talking about the uh, the general migratory patterns of people. Um, I guess it would be. Are these like old people? Like we're talking about the north south thing, like go north in the summer. That, that's kind of what happened. Like think about in the south, we're growing corn because it was a cheap crop, right? Right. right. And it would ripen naturally, and in the soil that we had, and the sunlight that we had, and the particular corn that we had in this area. It was fairly sweet whenever it came straight out of the fields. So the cornbread had a lightly sweetened flavor. Okay, so the Great Migration, you had all these people from the Mississippi Delta uh, moving up to Chicago, typically, um, sometimes stopping in Memphis, but often going to Chicago because the bus lines ran straight from the Delta to Chicago. That's why you see so much of... Like, Mississippi's black population just relocated into the south side of Chicago. Oh, wow. So they get there, and they're like, okay, we're going to make the foods that we make at home, which is cornbread because it's made of cornmeal, which is one of the cheapest things you could make. But it doesn't taste the same, and it's because Midwestern corn, Uh, uh, maybe because it was more commercially marketed, I don't know, but it doesn't sit in the field as long, so it doesn't ripen as long, and it's not as sweet when it comes off. So they try to say, this doesn't taste exactly the same. Let's add a little bit of sugar to try to make it taste like it did back home. Well, it, it's similar, but not quite, right? Yeah, right, So right. all of a sudden you have like artificially sweetened, uh, which is why you have cornmeal tasting, like uh, cornmeal muffins where you have cornbread back home. Yeah, and yeah, it was yeah. like a close, but not quite. And yeah. it's people who have moved and are trying to adapt 
their current circumstances to mimic what they were familiar yep. with. Yep. And that's, I think, the same thing with barbecue, probably. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I've got the reverse story for you. Yeah, do it. Okay. So, I think Chicago deep dish stuffed pizza is the best pizza in the world. They call Never it had pie. one. It's amazing. Okay. It's controversial because there are people who clearly these opinions don't matter that think that thin New York style pizza is the only and the best kind. But in my personal opinion, deep dish stuffed pizza from Chicago, call it pie, whatever you want to call it, is the best. Is that where you're from? I mean, yes, originally, originally. Like yeah. your roots? Yeah, okay. that's my roots. Yeah. So you, you actually know firsthand. Yeah, and it's and when you go back and you try, it's like because you know how some things like in your in your memory, like the house that was so big or the driveway that was so long, and you get back and it's like the house is three and a half feet tall and the driveway is a couple inches long, and you're like, oh, you know, my not the same. no. When you go back and try this pizza, you're like, oh my god, I did not I oversell did, it to myself. <laughs> right. This was my the real memory deal. Did not fail me. But anyhow, so there is uh, in I think it's in Smyrna. There is a pizza place called Chicago Pizza. Okay. So in my quest to find the perfect Chicago pizza in Atlanta, which is difficult, this place, by the way, doesn't, it's not the best. It's decent. It'll get you there. It'll get you in the ballpark, but it's not the best in Atlanta. But I was talking to the gentleman who started the place like a couple years ago. I hope you didn't give him that honest no, I, Yelp review. I, I, I did not. <laughs> not I, not to best. his face. No, no. You leave that for Yelp, please. <laughs> I'm a keyboard warrior. I don't do that stuff face to face. Are you kidding me? But anyways, so we were chatting. And I was like, well, how did you come to do a Chicago pizza place in Smyrna, Georgia? And he said, well, I had... I don't remember, three or four or five pizza places in Chicago, and they were doing really well. And I just thought to myself, but I'm surrounded by a bunch of other places that are also doing amazing Chicago pizza. Let me take it to Atlanta. So he said, I, he just like literally, if I remember the story right, he just like packs up. He moves to Atlanta. He gets a spot. He opens it up, and he starts cranking out the pizza, and it's awful. Oh, no. Right. And he said, I was doing everything exactly the same. Sourcing his greedy ingredients oh, yeah. from the same place. Yeah. Getting it, getting all the best stuff from Italy in terms Altitude. Altitude air and pressure. water. Moisture, like humidity in yeah, the air. Yeah, like the actual water. <gasps> the quality of the water yes. itself? Flint, Michigan. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So he hard water versus soft water. I don't water even know. Yeah, but it was like altitude, water counted in, all these things that had never entered his brain. And he literally, he said he had people lined up around the block, and he had to tell them sorry. It tastes. And bad. it took him three months, and he had to modify his his um, his like recipe over and over and over again till he could approximate it. But he said it's still impossible to get a Chicago. True Chicago flavor in the pizza because you're mixing in the dough and you're doing all whatever because you because the water and the this I know. is fantastic right I love this yeah I love this information because you know what it does what is does it, do? it like preserves the authenticity and the superiority right. of eating the food in its natural habitat. Love it. Yeah, yeah, like that's important, and yeah. we should not be able to get a Chicago pizza experience in Smyrna, Georgia. Yeah, yeah. like just a close, a shadow of it to right. s- to harken back to the original. <laughs> right. It's like yeah, 
I love it. I know. It makes so much sense. But this is why, like you were saying that, like, as the the black population was leaving Mississippi, which you can't blame them, they were being persecuted and whatever. Oh, my gosh. The flood of 1927 is one of my favorite things to talk about because the significant impact and that great migration that it led to. But anyhow. Yeah, let's go there. Different podcasts. I don't think anybody (laughs) wants to deep dive that with me. But – I interrupted you whenever I said that. I'm sorry. Oh, no. No, I was it's just saying, like, you, you know, they, you, to, it was sort of the reverse of it where they're going to the north and, and expecting take... their cornbread to be sweet, but the the corn there is just not as sweet. It's just a different type of corn. Right. Or And it may have to do with just cr- commercially farmed things in general. Like, I have no idea yeah. exactly yeah. how technical it gets. When you start breaking down, like, the nitrogen levels of crops and everything else, um, it's uh, just above my pay grade. But I love that the North had the same experience, trying to replicate their experience their, yep, back here. in the South. Yeah. Um, so my brother transplanted from South Mississippi to um, Colorado, and he wanted to do the food truck thing because he said nobody up here does Southern food mm. as well as what we do back home. Of course. And Southern food is a thing that Southern people like because we're fat all the way to the heart, right? right. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It goes deep. Fry it. Yeah, 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 yeah We yeah. love it. Carbs and fried things. Yeah, yeah. But he wanted to actually bring some of the New Orleans foods, um, which would probably translate better there. Mm-hmm. Gumbo and uh, oysters and yes. crawfish and some of these things yes. that are not necessarily deep fat fried. And he was like, I'm just convinced that it would do extremely well. He, he didn't COVID hit, so he did not pursue it but i can't see where it would have gone wrong until this conversation and now Mm. it's like you know what you may just have to be in new orleans to enjoy yeah yeah yeah. or you'll have to tweak your recipe and be okay with like because the altitude is a thing there yeah it is yeah yeah i always used to wonder why um on all the packages it would be like yeah you have to cook it at such and such a temperature at such and such an altitude or whatever i was like what but yeah apparently it's a thing on our second worst family vacation, we drove up to the top of Pikes Peak, and they serve donuts up there, which are like the highest altitude donuts in America, maybe the world. I don't right. know how far yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how far yeah. that extends, but it is a special recipe because at that altitude, they have trouble getting it, the dough to rise. Mm. So it's a it's a big thing to grab a donut when you're up there because it's the highest altitude donut, at least in the America. So you can eat donuts while high. I mean, that, so was, that was a solid please, dad joke, please right? Please submit that I to mean, their marketing okay, department. Yes, yes, right. <laughs> and I mean, if yeah, you I, survive the drive like, up there, the, we almost died. Okay, yeah. So let's talk about what made it the second worst. Oh, it was just like a hailstorm. Yeah, that was like a real hailstorm. Yeah, and that's a d- another difference regionally. In my both my brothers moved to Colorado and different parts of the state, but we were driving there for the first time, and he's like, "Listen, just a heads up. I know you're going to do some hiking, but when you get here." lightning and hail are so much different in Colorado than they are in Mississippi. He's like, we have them in both places. They are not the same thing. So <laughs> he's, he said, if you see a storm coming, he was like, people die from lightning and hail out here. We replace our roofs every couple of years. Wow. We're in South Mississippi. It's not a, it's not a big thing. Like it's, you know that, that, that funny thing you hear in sports, like built different, but this so is different. like, yeah, this is like hail that's like built different. It's so much different. <laughs> and he warned us. He was like, so if you see a storm coming, like <clears throat> just stay off the trails because it's, a, it is a different level of danger. Wow. So we're hiking 
or we planned a hike and by mm-hmm. hike it's you know it's a mile of walking outside but we That's see a storm hike. coming and i was like you don't have to tell me twice like right. i'm going so we the the park ranger guy was like hey if y'all just drive straight up and don't do any of the, any of the scenic things on the way up yeah you'll beat the storm and then you can catch the scenic things on the way down as weather permits mm. but he was wrong <laughs> and so this this storm caught us as we're nearing the top of Pikes Peak, which is just it's nothing but a bunch of switchbacks. Yeah. Like just just driving without guardrails and without anything on the edge. And you were looking from the mountain wow. that is like the face of the front range of the Rocky Mountains. It's what America the Beautiful was yeah. written about yes. or maybe written from. I don't right. even remember. But you should appreciate the drive, but it was it you should probably not do it twice because it sucks it's terrible mm. i hate it so much <laughs> but we're driving and then this i would say a hailstorm came to us but instead we just became the hailstorm because we were so high up and hail was falling with such force I, like i have never heard such a racket maybe it was particularly loud because we bought the truck that week Ooh, and you were thinking oh it was gonna look like a ping pong ball yeah. when we got out of it but it wasn't even falling out of the sky it's like we were driving through it because wow. we were that altitude i mean that yeah yeah, elevation. yeah you, were the, elevation. you were in the clouds at the i don't point. know at what point elevation is different from altitude but either way it was it was terrible and like you could tell that lightning was coming out of the cloud, but we were the clouds, so right. that was kind of a powerful feeling for yeah. a moment. It was awful, but we made it to the top and um, ate those donuts and yeah. hated it so much, and got off that mountain and said, "That's fifty bucks we'll never have to spend again." Yeah, there it was you terrible. go. I, I like that you go through life not so much thinking about like these are the things I want to repeat, but like. Nope. Never doing that again. Oh, yeah. Tallulah Gorge, Georgia. <laughs> Tallulah Gorge, Georgia. The number one. I'm like, should we try that again just to see if maybe we did it wrong the first time? Because nobody else complains about the way we complain. It's like, no. Yeah. Family vote. No. Unanimously. Never again. Yeah. Confirmed. Yeah. I love that. And Pikes Peak also. America can be beautiful from, from right. the bottom of the mountain. That's why God invented drones. Mm. Oh, Right? Maybe so. Should have invented it sooner. I mean, you know. Before two years ago when we spent that 50 bucks to have that harrowing experience. Yeah. But we did get those donuts. So. I mean, and how much different were the donuts? Less great. Less great. Sure. Because a donut's fun because it's fluffy. Yeah. And this is condensed. Unless you're a cake donut fan, perhaps that's your Which that's that's a kind of, I, I enjoy a cake donut from time to time. I like all food. So that really doesn't count. I agree. Same. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of good. But you have to know going in, are we going for cake or fluff? Hello, lovely friends. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. And it would mean the world if you would tell other people about this podcast and maybe even spam your social media accounts with just how much you're enjoying it. If you are, of course. Also, commenting and rating us on whatever platform you're downloading or streaming from is incredibly helpful to a little startup podcast like this one. On the other hand, if you are dissatisfied with your listening experience, please leave all of that hate on someone else's podcast, just maybe to confuse them a little bit, right? But most of all, we hope you keep looking up and looking for the sunny side of life.